Okay, buddy boyos. It's time to make a recap. You know what happened? What happened? Why? Why I did what I did? Well, what was my goal? My goal was just like I stated in the first in the first post. I stated my goal is to find the thing that people call girlfriend. Okay. So this is this was my goal. This is why I decided to approach a thousand women. This was my my my, my main goal. Now let's specify something. Let's clear something. I'm not some dude who thinks um, that you can. Let's put it this way: that you you can pick up your way to some insane sexual life where you're spinning plates, as they say in the retro community, which is a pretty stupid statement, but that's what they use. That you can become some sort of like. Um, that you can become some sort of slaying machine if you follow, you know, the the plan, you know, <laughs> laid out by guys like, uh, by the popular pickup artists, okay. Truth be told, I wasn't hit by the pickup bug when it was at its peak. I don't even know many of the major players. You know, I know Rusvi and all, I've heard of this guy, Mystery, but I never really followed them. Like, I've, I've followed Rusvi, I've read the articles from him, but they're not really, most of them are not really on pickup. They're just like general articles. I actually, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a brainwashed pickup idiot, okay. Now, I know a guy, my... A guy who is called Mike Melman, and he's not popular, and he's real. Meaning, I'm not saying that everything that he says is real, but he does admit that rejection is the norm. Blah blah blah. And I was kind of like sort of inspired by him to a certain extent. I mean, no. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it before I saw him, before we saw his work. But he kind of like a little, just like pushed me a little over. The top, so I started. But to be told, my my b biggest motivation wasn't him, wasn't anybody. It was just the idea that online things weren't really working for me. It wasn't. It's not. I said an idea, but it's really. It was really a fact. Now online things didn't work for me at all. Now, let's make a. <laughs> recap what I've done online. Well, I've done uh, I've done spamming Facebook requests way back in the day, and I remember to this day this woman. I don't I don't remember her face, of course, but I remember that she she says she said to me this. You know, I sent her, you know, a spam friend request. I don't know where I saw her. You know, just like this. You know, sometimes Facebook. You know, spams you with random people. So I added her. I mean, I roll her. And she said, what are you fighting for? I'm like, fuck you. You know. Anyway, 
So I did that. I did Tinder. I did Beidou. I did um, one other app that I don't know the name of. It's really weird. Anyway, so let's talk about Tinder. My experience on Tinder, well, <laughs> it's pretty, how do you put it? Like, for me, this is what's happening. If I really use all the tactics, you know, I can talk about them in another podcast, but in general, what are the tactics? The tactics are that you should, if you don't know that, you should delete your profile often, like maybe every three days. Why? Because every time you delete your profile, you restart, okay? And for some reason, you know, I don't know if, if it's Tinder's algorithm or whatever, but for some reason, when you restart, you're pushed to the top, so you're exposed to, uh, to more women. More women see you, okay? So if I keep deleting more, my profile frequently, I, and I keep improving my pictures as much as possible, blah, 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 I get, um, I get matches, but there's a catch. The matches are either, you know, very fat women, like really fat, not chubby, not more to love, if you're familiar with MySpace, anyway, or what MySpace was, just straight up fat bitches, like fat, like 500 pound land whale. And where I live in the area, they are probably like, I don't know, five or or six, I don't know how many, a few, you know, not that many, but there is a plenty, actually, five or six is plenty, if you think about it, of land whales on Tinder. And I routinely used to match with them. I would also match with um, some single moms that maybe they are just just got divorced and whatever they want to get fucked by chat and <clears throat> I match with them but I also match by uh, desperate bitches who are getting out like 37 and you're gonna say oh milfs right well those bitches some <laughs> believe it or not they treat me very badly and they ghost me Okay, and I'm really not attracted by them, to be honest with you, because they're not really milfs like you've seen in the uh, sexual movies. It's uh, more like real-life milfs that they're actually mothers you wouldn't want to fuck, okay? So, I would match with those bitches too, occasionally, but they would ghost me or whatever. The hot ones will ghost me, the ugly ones will ghost me after few days okay so I'll event sometimes I get normal matches like women that are okay they're not like Stacy they're not like I don't know they're not like <laughs> they're not like super cool but they're okay most of them never reply to me some straight up uh, unmatch me okay now, of course, I've had occasional, you know, some of them occasionally treat me somewhat fine. But, honestly, I tried this thing for years. Like, two years. I have two years to that shit. And, 
the same cycle continues to repeat. No, nothing comes out of it. I can talk about Tinder for like probably for like five hours, but in general, my opinion is the same as what's as the common ideas presented on the website, and that's it. That it works for women. So if a woman wants to find a long-term relationship on Tinder, she can do it actually if she wants it. If she wants to get pumped and dumped by chat, she can do that too. But males, they're like disposable. Okay, so unless you're like top of the top of the wine, you're not going to do well on Tinder anywhere. Sure, if you're white, you can do good in Taiwan. They say I don't know. One time I said my. Uh, what's that? A vacation to Taiwan? Yes, I got many matches. Uh, I even talked to some Thai bitch for a long, long time. Uh, she moved to Germany, and I was actually thinking about meeting her, which was I actually feel ashamed about it right now. Going to another country to meet some bitch. I want to do it right now. Anyway, point being is. Where I live, this is what I get, and it's not me, and it's me at the same time. Meaning, it's not something I've done wrong. It's not something that I'm doing wrong. Okay, my pictures are okay. I have pictures of me in a suit. I have pictures of me in nature.、Um, yes, in nature. I have pictures of me on my bike. I have pictures, you know. You know stuff like that, and uh, uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. You know, online doesn't work for me. And so I said to myself, you know what? Fuck online. You know, fuck online. You know, some my sister is sending me some messages right now. Anyway, I said. Fuck online, you know. Fuck that shit. Let's go offline because, as you all know, online is the real where women get chat and where chat gets his bitches from. For me, didn't work. So I said to myself one time, it was actually. Almost a year ago, it was cold like it is now, and I'm like, uninstall. Listen, dude. Unless you really learn learn how to approach women offline, this stuff ain't gonna work. Okay, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter what you write on Tinder.、It、doesn't matter、um, what angle you. What angle the pick is from doesn't matter. You're always going to be treated like shit by women online. So, dude, just go offline. And I started. Okay, I started, and I, it was very difficult. You know, people read some of my posts and they call me woe inhibition god and stuff like that. But let let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you how it all started. So at first I couldn't approach anyone, like I couldn't. Okay, so 
what it did was this. A woman would pass by me and I would say, she would already be behind me and I would say hello. And this is it, I wouldn't even turn. This was it. This is how high my inhibition actually was when I started. So I did that. She, uh, some woman passes by, I say hi, without looking at her. She's already behind me. So I did that. I don't remember for how long, not that long. And at the same time, at the same time, there was this uh, femoid that I was seeing very frequently uh, when I was going back home from work or going from to, to work from home. And I, I knew her because um, I had I had seen her where I live in the neighborhood and I had seen her near my workplace. So we had a one in common in terms of logistics, right? And I actually liked her a lot. I think I thought she's very she's a very cute family, right? And I was like still obviously high inhibition and almost a cook, right? But anyway, I saw her one time and I said, hi, that's it. And she turned around and said, what? Like, she said it like a mean bitch. Like, what? What do you want on install? What the fuck do you want on install? And I didn't, I'm like, um, this happened right when the tramway was, was opening its doors and we had to get on. And I'm like, she was so aggressive that I actually didn't say anything else. This was it. I just said hi. She said, what? She turned and said, what? And nothing happened. Eventually, I think three weeks later, I saw her the same um, station. And I said hi again. And she said, this is the second time on Insta you're, you're, say, you're saying hi to me. Why do we know each other? And I said, I seen you around. And she, she plays dumb. Right? She plays dumb like, really? Where? And she plays dumb because she had seen me too. I can fucking guarantee you. Yeah, you're gonna say, oh, you think that, but she never saw you. Man, she saw me. First me. Now, bitches like to play dumb, but make no mistake about it. This bitch had seen me many times. Just like, I'd seen her, and I say, and I said, I I work here. What about you? What's your name? And she told me her name, and she told me her name, and right after that, she 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 murmured some. She said she whispered some. I don't think maybe it was it, it was I don't know what she said to be honest. And then she moved away from me. I was sitting on the bench and of the station and she moved away consciously so it was obviously you know fuck you dude and I'm like fuck later here's the, here's the kicker later it turned out that she works for a firm that's actually owned by my boss so my we have this almost the same boss we just work at different places and I actually saw her at the Christmas party anyway 
I completely ignored her, didn't do anything. And I found her Facebook and then her Instagram. And it turned out that she's a fucking lesbian. She had pictures of her girlfriends on Instagram kissing. It just was disgusting. Anyway, so I said to myself, yeah, yeah, she's a lesbian, but you know what? It was offline. It was better than online. Let's continue. Let's let's do it. So actually, I took a break, maybe a month, maybe two. I don't remember. And eventually, I came back at it again. Okay, and um, I started the thread. When I started it, I wasn't like the wall. My wall. The, I didn't, my inhibition was still not as always necessary. But by the day, it was getting lower and lower by the day. So I started, and I was wondering what to open with. And many dudes were saying, you know, open with you, uh, of course, you have to be either direct or indirect. By the way, that's pure fucking bullshit. If you don't, if you want one thing from me, you know, let it, let it be this. There is no indirect openers. Uh, I'm sorry, there are indirect openers, but there aren't indirect approaches. The so-called indirect approaches, they're just postponed direct approaches because sure you can start talking about the weather I know golden retrievers and you know you know chocolate and other stuff but eventually you're going to press her right (laughs) you're going to um, you're going to reveal your cards and your approach will turn out from indirect into direct. And you're going to say, oh, but that, the, yeah, sure, but the indirect portion is just me preparing her for my directness, right? Uh, when I was posting at the beginning, this dude uh, facing a mess, he said something like that, that if a beggar comes to me and talks for like um, let's say 15 minutes I'm more likely to give him money right than if he directly directly asks for it because he would be what what doing what gaining my trust right gaining my sympathy I disagree with that notion because the reality of the situation is that in maybe 99% of the time you have already decided whether you're going to give money to this beggar or not. You know, you're either in the mood or you aren't. And he can waste, imagine if he spends so much time talking to everybody, like for 15 minutes, this beggar is not going to earn any money because, you know, he wouldn't be able to approach the necessary amount of people to get 
good money. It works the same way with approaching. She had already decided, dudes. The decision happens in seconds. It's subconscious. It happens in seconds. Okay? Seconds. So, no, no amount of talking would make you attractive to her. You can make her laugh, so you can like increase your attractiveness somewhat. But you cannot create it out of thin air. So you're technically cleaning yourself. Okay? But you're not changing so much. The fundamentals are the most important. Height, works, money, you know. Stuff like that. Those are the things that matter. Okay? And no amount of indirect you know, uh, slick talk can change that. Let's say you're like 5'1 and she's like 6'1. Do you really think, you really think you can talk yourself into her hole? No. You can make her laugh, you can amuse her, you can even gain somewhat, you know, a form of respect from her, but you cannot overcome the physical, okay? So, to me, the benefits of this indirect thing, indirect start, is, are so, so minuscule, so slim that I just never, I never did it, okay? Yeah, sure, sometimes I may say stuff like, what's going on, what's up, bitch? Without the bitch part at first. But at the end of the, you know, the journey, I kind of started to edit from time to time. <laughs> anyway, but if I would, eventually I would hit it hard very quickly. So I was working for a wine, for a direct wine, and dudes were saying, you know, tell her that she's cute. Tell her that she is... Um, Attractive. This guy, Mike Mailman, she's, he says something like, uh, the best thing you can say is, Hi, my name is... My name is... Uh, my name. <laughs> the best thing you can tell her is, Hi, my name is... Um, whatever. And I think you're very attractive, and I just wanted to say hi. According to him, that's the best thing you can say. Now, I agree that direct is the way. However, for me, saying to, going to her and saying that she's cute, saying that she's attractive, it was pushing it. Like, I didn't want to be so, to compliment her that much because I was already kind of hurt by my lack of success uh, from the online ventures in. Before that, I have many, many stories about women, I can tell you. So, I came up with this one, hi, you look sympathetic. And it sounds terrible, right, in English, but in my language, it's like saying, hi, you look cute, but with a slightly less, how do you say, a slightly less, uh, 
40 okay it's widely less forty. that's that's what it really is and it's not weird and i started saying it like hi you look sympathetic and this is how it be how it started all when i was actually approaching i wasn't just fucking around and Some women reacted well, others didn't, you know, many, you know, ignored me, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I remember this, the metro, the metro was where I actually graduated, to be honest. I started in malls, like malls, like, um, because they're like, they're like a cliche venue for approaching, but I started there, and it was like, most have some good sides, right? They're clean, relatively speaking. They're air-conditioned. They're like they have everything. They have like stores. They have like a pharmacy. Uh, you know everything, right? At one place, and many women go there. And I started, so <laughs> and I remember one time I was like I found this this shop, and it was like the United Cowers of Benetton or some bullshit. And I like I saw that many women go there, and I just like there was um I don't know what it's called anyway fuck it, and I located myself nearby, so that they have to pass by me. Now I was pretending that I'm watching uh, that I'm watching the the floor sorry the the floor below me, okay, so that I don't look I don't know creepy as they say or whatever. And they would go to the shop, they would exit, they would be like, hi, what's up, baby? And he looks sympathetic. And one time, <laughs> this woman, she's like a wall hitter, and she exits that thing. And she, I say hi. And on my, she's on my left. And like a few steps away, on my right, is some dude with a fat gut. And she completely ignored me. And she went to him and they hurt or something like that. So he was her boyfriend. Anyway, so it started around the mall, but the mall didn't really work well for me. Never worked. By the way, the, the mall never worked for me. Never, ever. The mall, I don't remember. Okay, I remember one good interaction with a really attractive. Okay, good woman. But no, I didn't get a single number in the mall. Didn't get a single, like, good combo. It was, I don't know, the bitches when they entered the mall, the, the voids when they entered the mall, they just, I don't know, they, they just like, they're like, this atmosphere of the mall captivates them and they become even more bitchy for some reason. Anyway. Eventually, the summer, you know, I got, went to the metro, the metro stations. It was like a dream come true, the perfect venue for approaching. Why? Why the perfect venue? A ton of people, like a ton of families coming to you, not you going to them. They are coming to you. If you choose a busy station, where, for example, two wines connect, two wines of the metro connect, 
there are a ton of women coming to you okay and you don't have to walk a lot by the way when I was approaching at first what killed me was the walking okay I was doing a lot of walking because I didn't want to stay at the same place and I would walk and walk and walk I didn't ride my bike I didn't even have a bike at the time and I would walk and eventually my Achilles tendon started to hurt my knee I have a bad knee one of my knees is bad and I it started to hurt and I'm like fuck it so I found the metro I don't have to walk I mean I can I, I, I have to stand but I don't have to walk that much they come to me it's it's hot or it's air-conditioned and I'm like great and this is when it became hard because the voids that you approach at the metro they're not most of them they're waiting right they're waiting for the bus for the train and then this this means that they cannot just run away right they cannot run away if they're on the street they can run away but they they're waiting for something they cannot run away so I started to get many combos if you want to get a combo approach women approach families approach targets that are stationary so I started getting a lot of combos another bonus of the metro is that there's a lot of security and it's a bonus believe it or not because women feel safe now of course in every metro there they're like cameras they're like sometimes they're even fucking police dogs they're police officers they are like it's very there are people passengers it's a secure place nobody's gonna fucking do anything it's not going to attack you right so I started there and I remember this bitch Veronica if you have been following the walk you probably know her oh man this was some nasty bitch so let me talk physical about her uh, she's like um, I don't know she's like she's short but not super short she's uh, she has a bad frame but she's a woman so she gets away with it face maybe 5.5 maybe maybe 6 on a very very good day uh, if she's like makeup max blah 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 so what happened I just approached her with high yoke sympathetic and we got on the train we were in the same going in the same direction and then I wasn't lying I was really going it was my direction um, it turned out that her mother I'm sorry that she is from the city from the town of my mother and um, we had many things to talk about uh, many things to talk about uh, we talked for like 15 minutes okay maybe 12 maybe 10 to 15 minutes okay so we, 15 minutes too much and we talked about what she works you know blah 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 we talked it was fun right and eventually I know that my sta her station because her stuff was before mine is like two or three minutes away 
And I said, you know, do we have a phone number? And she says, I have one, but I'm not going to give it to you because I don't think it's fun this way. I'm like, I said, okay, if this is fun with you. And uh, I pulled out my phone and I was about to, I wanted to, I was like, I just like, why should I continue talking to this piece of shit? You know? And I'm, I'm about to pull my earbuds in. And she says, what are you listening to? And I like, I was so fucking frustrated. And I said, I would tell you, but I don't think it's fun this way. Okay, I wanted to get, get back at her. And that's it. Nothing happened. I talked to this. She was, she was extremely friendly. She didn't have a boyfriend. She, uh, we had a one in common. I knew a lot about the neighborhood she lives in. You know, she was a great age for me. She was 25. Um, she wasn't, it's just like, she looked like swildly off, like great for me. It was all perfect. And then I asked her, you know, we had like two minutes until her station comes. Maybe less, who the fuck really knows. And I asked her for a number and she says, she's starting to give me the, you know, the shit, right? And I wasn't, I was too inexperienced to, you know, to continue to punch her back. Because later I became very punchy, meaning if she was to give me this bullshit right now, I was going to destroy her with wines, okay? But at the time I was like still a noob, you know? So I crawled back to my shell and I just like said that thing about, no, I'm not going to tell you what I'm listening to, go fuck yourself. And that's it. <laughs> anyway, so I continued to approach there at the station. I was going to the same station at the same time and I was often seeing the same people because they are coming back, you know, those NPC. You know, NPCs are coming back to back from work, you know, and I would see them. And eventually I saw Veronica again. And I went to her and I said, hi, what's up? And she didn't even look at me. She pretended I don't exist. This is how I knew that she's a piece of shit. Because uh, if I was more chatty, do you, do you really think she was going to give me so much fucking shit? No. Anyway, um, sometimes it was funny at the metro. I, one time I, I approached a woman that I, apparently I had approached before. She said, get away. She almost like instinctively hit me. She raised her fucking arm. Okay, boy, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. Anyway, but at the metro is where I met how many dates actually. Definitely met this chick uh, that was going to the Czech Republic. Um, the first date was at the Metro too, right? She gave me the Facebook. Okay, let's talk about the first date. The first date was kind of funny. In a sense that I was like, when it happened, oh dudes, I'm like, I, I thought I made it, you know, like, I didn't 
thing that is going to work with this woman, but I just, I just knew in my head that the whole the mission will work. Okay, so I, I, I'm like, okay, maybe this bitch, nothing's gonna happen, but I have so many more to approach that, you know, something will come out of it. Uh, the day was the day was the day was sort of delayed, if you remember. Anyway, uh, meaning delayed, not as cancelled. It just happened way after we had exchanged contacts anyway so we went there went to the park blah 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 i tried to hug her actually i tried to kiss her okay and she uh, she didn't do anything and the, the whole thing turned into a, a weird hug and i felt like shit okay and looking back what i should have done is just straight up walk away just walk away, dude. And um, anyway, later, like maybe two days later, she told me that she's not really working for a boyfriend right now. And that she wasn't really flirting with me. And that it was not really a date and blah, blah, blah. And just said, you know, fuck you. And... Um, uh, of course it was bullshit because oh yeah bitch you met some dude you, you exchanged your contacts with him you went on a date in the park with him she asked me many personal questions such as how many relationships I've had so that's not flirting what the fuck is flirting bitch no sucking someone's dick what the fuck is flirting anyway apparently in her self-righteous family brain she wasn't flirting with me anyway it didn't work out you know she blocked me i think anyway by the way i saw her too i saw many women multiple times i don't live in the biggest city anyway uh that was the first what was the second uh, uh the woman from the czech republic she wasn't really from the Czech Republic, but she was, she is studying there. Now, this woman, I met her at the metro station. Well, dudes, out of all the women, I can say that this woman, I like, I wouldn't say I fell in love with her. I didn't have one eyes for her. But looking back, actually looking back, it makes perfect sense. She will, she's great for me. We match. We just fucking match. Okay, I just feel it with my heart. I don't feel like this puppy love, this uh, Disney love that I used to feel back in the day. I just, just see how we match with this woman. Anyway, uh, we went on a date with her and I would say it was a great fucking date. But unfortunately, things didn't work out. She ghosted me. She ghosted me. Um, yeah. I got ghosted. But even if I wasn't, hadn't gotten ghosted, she was leaving for the Czech Republic in like a few weeks anyway. Right? She's there right now. But I really like this woman. I really like her. Uh, um, I think she's like she was like she was already 
she was like she was 25 but she was more like 20 to me in the sense that she was that childish and she was she was like I, I could see how her mindset was how her view of the world was already getting infected by all the feminism and all the um, you know propaganda but it wasn't that bad it was like the infection hadn't developed so much anyway um, she ghosted me okay and I deleted her number and I asked her a question she didn't reply after the date and um, I deleted her number so next uh, who's next let me think oh yeah you're gonna love this the autistic bitch that autistic girl <laughs> she wasn't I didn't meet her at the metro um, it was close to a metro station but it, it was like on the street anyway I'm like on the street and I'm like dude let's get the approaches for the day done and go back home and I'm like Walking at one direction in front of me, and I don't, I don't see anything worth approaching, right? And I turn around, and I see this bitch, this feminine, with long fucking legs and some short Daisy Dukes almost. Daisy, what was this? Uh, uh, you know, you know those short jeans, anyway. And I'm like turning towards her, and like. She's getting close, closer and closer. I turned around and I'm going towards her. And I'm like in my mind, there's no fucking way in hell this bitch, this family is going to be receptive. And she's like next to me and I say hi, what's up? And she almost, and she's like getting away. And then I add, hi. Um, and then I add, you look sympathetic. She stops. She stops, she turns, and she's like, she wants more of what I just gave her. And we talked, and I got her number in like two minutes. And she was like super fucking aspy. And she was talking with this voice that I could barely hear. And like, maybe, you, she, you know, it wasn't just shyness. It was like, she, she was like weird as okay but she was the most attractive of all the women not all the women that I have approached obviously but all the women that gave me the white of day and she was like I would rate her a high seven okay a high seven talking to uninstall this is a fair world almost right and I got her number really quickly and I asked her, I even asked her out on, at the same time. And she said, I have this exam, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And I, I said to myself, this is what I'm going to do. The next day, I'm calling her in the evening. And if she picks up, I'm trying to set a date. If she doesn't, I delete her number. So the next day, at 7 p.m., I call her. And she doesn't pick up, and, and I'm like, okay, that's expected. 
and I deleted her number, even wrote in my walk, you know, body boyos, she didn't fucking pick up. And 20 minutes later, I see that they have two missed calls. One is from my mother, and the other one is from her. And I call her back. And we set a date, it was like Thursday, and we set a date for Saturday at 4 p.m. Like weird timing, right? But she wanted it, so, okay. Now, of course, the the, the red pill is going to say, dude, never agree to a time that suits the woman, dude. Of course, dude, that's, that's the problem, right? The time of the day. Anyway. So I went to the date, she was like dressed with a dress, uh, she was like beautiful, okay, but she was the same fucking autistic, boring, stupid, and um, annoying bitch, I'm like, it was painful talking to her, like, I can barely hear what she, she says, and it's not big, and it's not because... She has some sort of um, disease, talking disease. Uh, it's because she's just weird. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure she never talks like that to let's say to her teacher. Anyway, and she was stupid, boring, wow IQ, all that stuff. And I, I was I was even thought about almost leaving. You can understand how stupid that is, right? It denies, it, it actually proves personality theory, right? She was that bad. And, however, one hour later, so at 7, I'm not, not 7, but 17, so 5 p.m., she said, I want to go, blah, blah, blah. And I asked her, do you want to meet again? And she says, yeah. And I even asked her, our date from 1 to 10, how much is it? And she says, 8. I'm like, but I know she's lying. I can feel it. I can sense it. So I, I said to myself, on install, here's what you're going to do. You wait a day, and then you call her. I waited a day. I called her. She didn't pick up. And I deleted her number. Actually, a few weeks ago, maybe less than that, maybe three, two or three weeks ago, I saw her on the street again. And I said, hey, woman, what's up? She said, and blah, blah, blah. And I actually cut the conversation really short because I could sense that she's like, she has this disgust for me. I can sense it, right? And I even, I'm like, later I'm like, you know what, fuck it, call her. And I called her. And she didn't pick up. Actually, it worse than that. She, she picked up and she said, who is it? <laughs> anyway. This was the autistic woman. The fourth date. The fourth date. Uh, the fourth date. What was it? Uh, yeah, it was this uh, framelet. This uh, midget bitch. So, I met her on the street. She was waiting for the bus or some shit. And, um, the weird thing about this approach is that she has a kicker. Out of all the women, out of all the women that I have approached, all of them, this was the only woman, the only one, who actually said this to me. 
Can you guess what it is? She said, you're really brave for doing this. She said to me this. She said it. And I'm like, fuck, thanks. I didn't say thanks, but I'm like, inside, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. Out of all the women, maybe others thought about it. Maybe they didn't. All the fuck really knows. She was the only one that actually said it. Okay. And we set a date. Actually, we didn't. Excuse me. Here's what happened. Here's the weird thing. When we were like going away, she said, I'll call you. And I'm like, cool. And I'm like, I'm going to let it. I'm going to let her, let, let it play out. It was Friday. Okay. So she didn't go on Saturday. She didn't go on Sunday. And of course, the red pillars are going to say, Honest out, dude. You gotta call her, bro. You like it. I decided to let it play out, and that Monday evening, this Monday evening, she she actually wrote to me on Bible, which is the, like WhatsApp, and I'm like, fuck yeah, and we talked the next day, we I, we set a date for one day later or whatever. It was quick, right? And she she came to the date and she was like even more midgety that I had remembered. She was really short. I was like six two with my boots on because it's winter and I was wearing boots. Um, besides when I'm riding a bike in um, you know muddy weather I'm always with boots. And I went to the date with my bike because why not? I use the bike for my transportation, for transporting my ass and other stuff. So I go to work with it. Why should I change for her, right? So she was kind of like, you know, maybe she didn't expect it. Anyway, so we started walking around. We sat on a bench. We talked. We laughed. Blah, blah, blah. It was pretty cool, actually. You know, it was a good date. I, I I had a good time. You know, I didn't feel pressured or, you know, like you know, over. I wasn't overthinking. What should I say? I was just like, you know, you know, chill, right? And um, um, <laughs> uh, when uh, we were saying goodbye, she said to me, "Don't die." Uh, because before I had said, not the, I, don't, I don't recall the exact context, but I had said to her something like, you never know when you're going to die, or something like that. And she said to me, don't die. And I said, and I said you too. And we said goodbye, and that's it. Now, honestly, I didn't like her. Because physically, she was too fucking small for me. And I'm like a six, I'm, I'm like six, almost six one, and six two with boots, and my frame is not the best, but it's medium, 
it's not the best but it's not the worst right so it's somewhat medium i'm not a huge fucking dude right for my my frame is pretty like small for my height but she's like to me she's like just a child i'm not fucking kidding she i was probably this big in i don't know eight when i was like 14 and i just felt weird next to her like those shoulders almost hitting each other so i was like you know what i don't i don't think i can do it because i just like she's too small you know why she should be with a fucking man lad right even i would even say that the proper man that is too much for her she was really a midget she was like close to a midget not fucking kidding dude dude and um her face was good though she had great hair she had great eyes and she had a great smile okay and i'm like anyway i'm like fuck it you know let's give it a chance someone and i continued talking to her on viber however she wrote this to me wait for it i think you're very sympathetic but at the same time we do not have a lot in common and when i said when i read this which is basically close but no cigar and i'm like i was like fuck you i just wrote okay and i broke her <laughs> i'm fucking kidding i wrote okay and then i broke her because in my mind in my mind i'm like this piece of shit this piece of shit what the fuck does she really think she deserves what the fuck maybe you deserve prime rap yet really bitch and i blocked her anyway however i have to give her credit for two things like i said she said i'm brave and number two is she actually shares many of many she, she shares this, my opinion on tinder and yours too probably she says it works only for women okay i because i said to her tinder doesn't work for me really and she said it's because you're not a woman she actually said it so i give her credit for that but at the same time she's still bitchy she's still waiting for chad and guess what recently i saw her on tinder because i remained my profile and i saw her there and she told me that she has had uh, two relationships from tinder anyway i guess we don't have one in common so things are not going didn't work out so how many dates is that you know the, the first bitch the czech republic bitch the autistic bitch the frame bitch am i missing a date i don't think so like so i guess i got four dates out of 1000 approaches yeah dudes that's pretty fucking bad right in yeah maybe I'm, i think i'm forgetting something but i don't I, I how the fuck do you forget it really i think that's it 
Now, there were many bitches who gave me their Facebooks and many bitches who were receptive. I remember this bitch from Germany. She was going to Germany in a week and she was like a puppy. She was like super fucking excited to be approached by Uninstyle, the one and only. And she was like, here, here, here's, here's what happened. I asked her, do you know, for a number, and she, she said to me, um, what was it, uh, she gave me her number, and I enter it in my phone, and I call her, but the call, I actually, I guess I didn't call her, it was too, too short, like I just pressed call, and then I pressed, uh, cancel. And she, 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 she pointed to her iPhone. Of course, bitches have iPhones, right? She pointed towards her iPhone and she said, uh, where's your number? She was like ups- almost upset that she hadn't gotten my number. And I called her again, this time letting it ring. And I didn't do that on purpose, okay? I didn't do that on purpose. It just happened. Okay, body boys. This yeah, so she she's this um, super excited, right? She wants she she wants to have my number, and her name was Ezra or Ezria, some weird name anyway. And she was uh, she probably thinks she's like a twenty out of twenty. I rate her like a six, but anyway, she was attractive though. She had gray green eyes. And, and, um, <laughs> here's the funny part. I wrote her and she never replied. Never even a single, a single reply. Not a single word for me. And she was out of her mind. And she did that thing with the number. She never replied. Another bitch, uh, she gave me her Facebook, I approached her at the metro station, she was 29, and quite fuckable, I think, and she was like, I asked her for her number, and she said, uh, let's start with Facebook, and I'm like, okay, I'll add you when you're like, when I go home, and she's like, yeah, yeah, do it. And she, she, she almost, and she maybe got a little red, you know, like, yeah, bitch. Guess what? Not a single word from her didn't approve my request, anything. Uh, uh, what else? Some bitch uh, gave me uh, her number. Yeah, this uh, bitch studying well gave me her number, never replied. We talked for like, for 15 minutes with her. And she gave me her number and never replied. <laughs> By the way, um, I'll never forget this bitch at the metro that I talked to her. I talked to her for like maybe eight minutes. And I asked her for her number and she said, I would give it to you. But my boyfriend would be kind of upset. You know, this is, this is such a piece of shit. You know, they would let you talk to them, tire you out. And then when it's time to score, they'll show their true fucking cover. 
that they were all about the validation, you know, the fun. Because this this is where women derive their fun from, from controlling men. You know, women, they're not revolutionaries. They're not going to fight the system, okay? They're not like, they're going to, they're like embassies of the highest order. And they derive their biggest from controlling men, you know, fucking them around. <laughs> yeah, I, of course I forget, you know, some women that gave me their Facebooks and numbers and blah, blah, blah. But those are the major highlights. Right? Right? That's what happened. This is what I got for my effort. Four miserable dates with four ungrateful bitches. You know? And you're gonna say, oh, it was you, dude. You didn't wear the right shirt. You didn't say the right thing. Or you, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Dude, it's not that. You know? It's not that. I was never a cook towards them. Never paid for anything. By the way, never paid for anything. Meaning, I paid for my stuff, like, but I didn't pay for theirs. Uh, never split the bill. Meaning, I would pay for my stuff, only my stuff, and that's it. Never, I never paid for anything that I didn't consume. Uh, I actually gave some water. Some water to the first date, I think. Anyway, fuck it. So, what are the conclusions, boys? What are the conclusions? The conclusions is that uh, code pro no code approach is brutal. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's extremely time consuming. Yet it hurts your soul deeply. It's like I, you know, so many, so many memories come back to me, and I'm like it hurts. It hurts. I feel bad for myself for, you know, doing it, this thing to me. <laughs> I feel sad for myself. You know. Yeah. Let's 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 get a little material right now. A little like. Trivia, if you want. Uh, let's focus on technicalities for now. What can, if you if you're going to do this? What should you expect? You should expect ton of rejection, like a shit ton of rejection. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's not, dude. I can assure you, it's not your opener. It may suck. Don't get me wrong. Your opener can suck, but even if it's great, you're still going to get rejected. Why? Because of two things. Availability theory and works theory. Okay, what is availability theory? When you go to a bitch, you don't know what's her state of mind. Okay.
Maybe she just got dumped by Chad. Maybe she just got an abortion. Maybe she just learned that she's pregnant from the wrong cook. Maybe she's actually a virgin. Maybe whatever. <laughs> of course, she's not a virgin. Anyway, you don't know her. Okay, she may be she may be in great pain she's going to the dentist whatever you don't know her you don't know if she's taken if she's available maybe she has a boyfriend maybe she has a husband whatever then you have Wook's theory like your appearance is it enough to overcome all the obstacles because dude when you go to brooch there are many obstacles on your way Many obstacles. I would say the whole fucking earth is against you. You know, first of all, she doesn't know you. Women are scared. Women are NPC. You know, it takes balls to receive an approach. Never forget that. Sure, it takes balls to make an approach, but it takes also takes courage to accept an approach to act on it. You know, to be receptive, to say, you know what, I'm going to give, I'm going to risk it. Yes, I don't know this dude, but I'm going to risk it. It takes strength. Just like you're saying to yourself, I don't know this girl, but I like her, and I'm going to approach her. That's strength. But at the same time, she has to be strong too. And guess what, motherfucker? Well, they're not strong enough. Women ain't strong enough. Women ain't strong enough to... You know, to be, um, to accept an approach. So most are going to ignore you. You know, this is, uh, if you're approaching on the street, you're going to be ignored a lot. Like, if, if somebody saying he's an ignored a lot on the street, he's a fucking wine piece of shit. That's what he is. Okay? He is wine. Ignore. Is the, the most rejection and in particular ignore is the most common thing. I don't give a fuck where you live, even whether you live in fucking Iceland or in fucking Zimbabwe. Ignore is the norm. That's the fucking truth. Uh, what else? Um, here's a very, very important thing you need to know. Let 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 Uncle Warren start preparing for the battlefield. The way she acts during the first interaction does not mean much. Because women are inconsistent. Like I told you, many were ecstatic to talk to me, to be approached, to you know to to and then later I never even hear from them. They ghost me. That's the thing. Women are inconsistent. So you cannot expect from them to have a cons consistent behavior. Like, the first time she sees you, she's ecstatic, then you write her and she blocks you. <laughs> that's, that's possible. That's possible. So, don't get overexcited. Because you, the more you expect, the harder to fall. That's that's what you should know. Another thing you should know is that they don't feel bad for rejecting you. They actually feel great for rejecting you. 
because they're like it feels good to because when you reject somebody you feel like you're better than him you're better than that person you're rejecting him you're above him okay they would feel bad only if you're a child and then they're like oh man I should be they would feel bad because they didn't have the courage okay to accept their approach because you were a child and they're like beating themselves and saying was he really a child and if he really was a child they feel like they feel terrible but for normal dudes they don't they don't to them you're nothing you know they don't give a fuck that you are out there freezing to death just to approach her they don't give a shit dude they they just don't give a fine fuck they just like you know the red people are gonna say oh she will admire you both blah 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 no she won't it because there is this self-preservation mechanism that activates in their mind and they actually say to themselves like that it's easy to approach that you're actually a creep you're not brave for approaching you're a creep their favorite word the favorite word creep what the fuck does it even mean to be a creep you know it just means you ain't chat enough <laughs> that's what it means of course um, um that's it they always rationalize the, the interaction in their favor even if she was a, even if they were bitches they will always rationalize it in their favor even if you've done the bravest approach like okay let's talk about my bravest approaches like one of them would be uh, I was outside of this office building and there are like five women coming towards me only one of them is fuckable to me actually maybe more of them were I just saw this bitch she was fuckable and I would go to her and I say hi you look sympathetic in the company of the whole her whole fucking gun's nest and she walks at her feet which is a sign of she's feeling uncomfortable she's like timid and the rest of the bitches walk at her and they just run away because was people gonna say this is easy right go do it motherfucker Go fucking do it if it's easy. Find five bitches, go to the most attractive one, and say you look sympathetic. Another brave approach I've done is I approached. It was almost the same thing. Uh, some a trio was in front of the theater, and I go there, and I go to this bitch, and I'm like, "Hi, you look sympathetic," and she said, "I'm on my bike," and she says. You, yeah but you're not so I'm saying you look sympathetic she says no you, yes but you're not uh, and then I, and then I say is this the first why for the day or is this whatever and she doesn't say anything and um, I, I said something but I don't remember what and she replied some bullshit but eventually I said good work in the fight against autism and the bitches started laughing the other two bitches started laughing <laughs> and I just went away uh, 
it's you know my bravest approach sir when I go to the bitch in to a bitch in the company of her friends because this is when I just like there's nothing like it now approaching eventually approaching a woman in isolation becomes so fucking easy that it, you don't even count it as brave anymore but when you approach a bitch in the that's like in your cunt nest dude that's that's hardcore anyway so she doesn't give a fuck how brave your approach is for example this bitch that I approached and she walked into her shoes you really think she went home and she was beating herself over me of course fucking no I just boosted her ego she has already forgotten me I'm nobody to her she doesn't think I'm brave she thinks I'm a creep I'm sorry but this is the way things work they rationalize things in their favor because this is a self-preservation mechanism because otherwise they would have to admit that they have some you know negative sides right if it's not you it has to be them and they'll never admit it so it's always you right uh, let's talk about the day when I got 75 rejections in one single fucking day holy dude this was the day I almost I don't I mean I have to be resilient as a fucking brick wall I don't know how I did it you know Holy fucking shit, 75, it, it just is, this is the day, I went out, it was uh, maybe 8.30 a.m., may, or maybe almost 9, I'm on the bike, it's fairly, it's not really cold, but it's not really hot either, I'm on my bike, and uh, I went to the city center, and I approached the whole fucking day, like until, 9 p.m. So 12 hours of approaching. I approach women around the university. Approach women um, in malls. Approach women everywhere. Just like you, you have to go back in my world. So there, the whole day, and not a single woman. Okay, one woman. I had a, I had a good, good conversation with only one woman. All the rest, they were ignores and shit behavior and uh, zero and eventually at around 9 p.m. I was in the mall and I approached it I was in a shoe store actually and I approached this woman and she was receptive she had nice fucking tits but she had a boyfriend of course this day was like I'm coming home I had I had like 88 kilometers of biking in the city and it's 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 not a walk don't get me wrong for the time I've been outside but it was very nasty because I would like biking on the street is pleasant right but when you are in the city you, you go from the you know you're jumping curbs dropping curbs and it's like it takes a beating your wrists it's kind of like it's fucked up right and my wrists started hurting it was brutal. The next day, I couldn't, you know, clicking on the computer was painful. 
my soul was destroyed that day. <laughs> I know. Just fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. Twelve hours. Of, I mean, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's that's the that's the story, buddy boy. That's the story. Uh, do I regret it? That's a very important question. I'll, I'll answer it this way. I don't feel happy for doing it. But at the same time, I, I also have a positive feeling. So I have a negative feeling and I have a positive feeling. Let's start with the negative. The negative feeling, why do I have it? Because it's, once again, I've been rejected so many times in life that... Man, I'm just tired. Dudes, I'm just tired. I've been rejected so many times. I just tired. Just thinking about it tires me. You know, my you know, my psyche, my heart is just exhausted. And I failed. My mission didn't my mission did not work out. I failed. I approached over 1,000 women for real, for fucking real dudes. It's over 1,000 because I, you know, I didn't walk every approach because walking takes time and it's also effort. It was also a burden to walk it. You know, sometimes I would be like tired, you know, and I have to walk it. And when the winter came, when riding with those freezing terms, not fun. Anyway, uh, what's the positive feeling? I did what I wanted to do. You know, I listened to a voice inside of me, and I fight and I fought the odds. You know, nobody made me do it directly. Technically, indirectly, women made me do it, but indirectly, I decided to do it to fix my problem. You know, I decided to do something active, you know, to, you know, to put myself out there, as they say, you know, I decided to do something very difficult, very time-consuming, very, um, you know, socially, how do you call it, socially edgy, yeah, and, um, I did it, you know, I never stopped. Of course, uh, you helped me a lot, knowing that there are people reading the posts and uh, following the story helped me tremendously. There's no denying it. It's just the support I received helped me a lot, helped me finish it. So this is why I have this positive feeling is that I have done something that I wanted to do and I don't, I have this feeling of satisfaction because, well, I didn't, I tried, you know, <laughs> it's not like I didn't, but at the same time, dudes, I failed, so I can't ignore that, I just can't, oh uh, yeah, what else is there, is there to talk about, I don't know, I don't know, I know, I, I've recorded this uh, outro many times, 
sometimes I was riding my bike right now I'm not it's uh, let me look at my watch it is uh, 19 minutes past uh, midnight and I decided to record it right now because it's quiet you know yeah Let's talk about the black pill for a second. Um, do I believe in the black pill? Yeah, I do. I do. I've seen many times when the black pill does not hold an effect, meaning when there is an exception. I've seen exceptions to the rule. For example, there's this dude in high school. He was like, he is one or two years older than me. And he's like, he's. I mean, he's like breaking every rule there is. He's short. Short, short. He has a shit frame. He's ugly. He has, he has like, shit fucking face. And he dresses like shit. He's autistic. And yet, he got a girl who had, who was taller than him, more attractive than him. Had great fucking tits, and they were together for a long time. Maybe they still are. And this exception, dudes, even this exception, does not mean that I don't believe in the black pill, because as we all know, exceptions just prove the rule. There are exceptions, of course. There are exceptions to the rule. There are situations when Fat dudes are with good-looking women. When ugly dudes are with good-looking women, but as a whole, as a whole, the black pill is true. The black pill is true. If I was like, let's say, even one point above what I am, whatever the fuck it is, one point above, I would have had higher success rate. You know. Imagine you are an eight and you go to a woman. It's a completely different thing. She she is like, do I really want to lose this dude? <laughs> All because it works. Yeah. All because it works. So when an ugly dude is dating a woman that's attractive, it's despite his works. It's not because of <laughs> his works. And it's not because of his great personality. It's something else. It's despite of his works that it's happening. Yeah. And I've done all the, you know, all the chatfish experiments on Tinder. You know, I've done, I've done them. I, I've done. I see how they treat me. I see how I see how they treat chat. You know. You know. I see it. Like for example, in my area, there's this dude Bateman. Man, he's killing it. He's killing it. And one time, I was chat fishing with him, and I wasn't really, I wasn't really talking to my matches. But eventually, I got like over a hundred, and I decided to replace his photos with mine. 
and I did it. But when you do that and you have already matched with a woman, and she actually she she when she clicks when you send her a message, she still sees the previous photos. And then when she clicks on your fucking picture, she 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 sees how you mutate how Bateman mutates into me. Now normally this would be a great fucking mutation because I think I'm more attractive than him. That's what I think. But of course I'm not because women don't think. Because where I live I barely get matches and he got ninety nine in a day. Okay. So when I change my pictures I'm sorry, when I changed his pictures with mine, one of the femoids told me most of matched me. But one of them told me, it's so sad that you actually don't walk like the other man in the photo. <laughs> after experiences like that, you know, after being rejected a thousand times, <laughs> it's kind of funny, not, it's kind of impossible not to be somewhat blackmailed, don't you think? <laughs> Don't you fucking think? And uh, I'm extremely tired. I'm exhausted. And um, I don't know what else to tell you, boys. I told you about the dates. I told you about the major events that happened. I told you about uh, what you can expect. I told you to be never to be over eager. I don't know, I can t- I can talk for five hours, but should I really do it? Ah, should I really do it? Yeah. Let's talk about the red peers in the faggots who infiltrated my thread and criticized me. The faggots uh, back there. Uh, I can tell you, dudes, without a shadow of a doubt, that <laughs> like people, you know, men are fucking wires. Like everybody is a wire, you know. The guys at the back at the red bill who say they're fucking spinning plates, they ain't fucking spinning plates except when the fucking when they are eating. You know, if you believe the fairy tales about this, those you know, fifty-year-old 50 year dudes who are lifting weights and they're nagging women, and that's why they're fucking prime bitches, like twenty, you know, some fifty-year-old dude who is bench pressing, you know, three fifty or some bullshit, is fucking some twenty-year-old, uh, you know, Kate Upton quote. You you really because he's nagging her. You really think that's happening? Of course it's bullshit. The same goes for the people back at Rouge V. You know, you really think that Rouge V and his people, his army of followers is getting late like they claim to be? You really think that? Of course not, man. 
just like this man uh, posted in my trade he said you know he actually went to a meeting and most of them were awkward dudes of course that's the case man of course that's the case um I, i'm sorry if you feel offended but i'm almost I, this is how i see things you know i know it's a why because i lived it meaning I tried to live it, I, but I didn't. I did what I was supposed to do, but I didn't get it. And I have many things on my side. I love, I, you know, I love myself. You know. <laughs> I think God blessed me with many things, and I'm grateful for that. God blessed me with many many positive qualities but unfortunately it's still not enough for women I don't know what to tell you man I don't know what to tell you but this thing is tiresome this thing is tiresome Okay, it's 30 minutes past midnight. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for following the thread. Thank you for posting. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being there. I, this is an experience I'll never forget and it's possible only because of of the people who saw the real me and supported me.